bad mic is for cancelling out audio from the background. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was talking into that one last week. Bad mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad right. mic. Set. Good mic. <laughs> Stay. And you got that recorded, right? Yes. Good. Capture the frag. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Capture the Frag, the video gaming and geek culture podcast that stopped being about that a long time ago. Uh, we might be able to reclaim some of that since it's the second week that we are without Luke, although he hasn't died and he's in fact getting better, so yay! Yay! Yay, not dead. Uh, we're also rejoined, obviously I'm Briggy, as everyone should know at this point, we're also rejoined once again this week by Paul, who um, wasn't really that bad and is a bit of a pussy, so welcome back, Paul. You know what? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all the people who suffer and you mock. Yeah, me and Luke in Solidarity, 2016. Although some of you won't different. Some people won't have noticed that Paul and Luke weren't here last week because I fucked up the audio, so... Yeah, yeah. You may or may not... (laughs) You may or may not, at this point, have heard the episode that should have gone out when it should have gone out. Last week. Last week. Well, I say last week, but who knows when this one's going up at this point. Uh, But yeah, there there should have been an episode and there wasn't, and I'll try and sort that out. But Paul and Luke went on it, if you skip that one, who knows. Uh, But we're joined again by Chris. Yo, yo, yo. Who was on last week's episode, but... If they didn't listen, they won't know that. Well, no. <laughs> uh, also joined by Joe, who was on last week's episode. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's already talked more than anyone else. <laughs> Apart from Matt, which is the default. And special guest starring this week, we have brought back uh, an, an old hat from the previous version of Capture the Frag and the UK Tucker podcast. So we're going to inject even more weird into the show since we're without a Luke and a Phil. Uh, welcome back to the show, Zoom. Hello. For a second, I almost said hello. <laughs> to a microphone. We're not allowed to say <laughs> We're off to a great start. Yeah, you know that story, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. These are just going to be bleeps, right? We're not allowed to say anymore. So that, that just yes. begins yeah. like I've just gone, hello, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's staying in. Say the fuck, like, what was worse than fuckers? <laughs> what no, was worse than cutbacks? <laughs> Mother you... trucking fucking. It's all staying in, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to point out that. Yeah, still worse than that. Beep is worse than that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna forget to beep it all, and it's all gonna be all weird. Note myself, don't forget to beep those. <laughs> it could be even worse if I forget now. <laughs> anyway, with the introductions over, let's move on to this week's roundtable, and um, let's start with uh, Paul. So while you've been ill, you must have done something, right? Yeah, I watched Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's an in-joke. We, we, we talked about it last week, but then we went to go see it again. Yeah. Uh, and we've all seen Deadpool, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, <laughs> just everyone look at Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we all saw it together. Yeah, and then you guys watched it twice. Yeah, we saw it Let's just jump right into that, actually. That's what I want to talk to you about, because you went on the last show, and we mentioned you. Uh, a lot. A lot. 
Uh, and now I think it's time for you to defend yourself um, for your the way you behave in a cinema full of people. Okay, I'd like to point out. Maybe we should tell Zoom the story first before you defend yourself. Okay. Right, so we went to go see Deadpool um, <laughs> on a Friday night. <laughs> and like, it's, it's a new usual D&D group. It was, the, it was the week of release as well. So Paul gets super excited before we go. Like, ridiculously. Like, like your level of hyper at your worst. <laughs> but we're still sat here, like, prepared to go out and see the movie. Making all these jokes about Paul running up and down the aisle going, Deadpool! And getting overexcited. Like, yeah, just jokes, just jokes. We all get to sit in the cinema. I have never heard anyone actually guffaw in real life until that <laughs> night. And then we heard it at every single punchline of that movie. Every <laughs> single one. In fact, we missed some. We missed some jokes. Yeah, we actually, when we went to rewatch it, I was like, oh, that's what he said. Because <laughs> I could hear it this time. Did you not get the points in the movie when you first watched it when I was laughing? You're like, what's he even laughing at now? No, I got what you were laughing at. I just didn't think they were as funny as clearly you oh, did. Because your hearing was worse than mine. <laughs> so you're out your ears before you go to the cinema and then you'll hear the jokes and you'll be able to laugh at them. We did laugh at the jokes, but you we also laughed at you. Yeah. Are you a walking laugh track? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> so you've now got uh, people behind you and around you, even from the other side of somewhere, just being like, this fucking guy, I'm only for I'd like to point me. out... I did that. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah. um, so you went and watched Deadpool a second time to enjoy it because I made so much noise, right? Oh. <laughs> no, we just wanted to go watch it again. Yeah, but but that's, that's besides the point. I made it so unenjoyable that you had to go watch it a second time, which means I made more money for Deadpool. Is that how you're gonna? Yes. <laughs> I think I think I'm partially to blame in that you were already quite amped up about Deadpool, and then we went to go get like stuff from the counter while we we're in there, and I went. So I always go buy a poster from like every big movie that I see that I'm interested in. So I picked a poster up and just heard you go, "Oh, Matt gets a poster." So I picked up a second one and gave it to you before we went into the cinema. It was Matt's fault? It's all Matt's think, fault. I think Matt's fault. Overwhelmed you at that point. Oh, Matt's fault. Is the poster up? <laughs> no, not yet, because I've been ill. Are you allowed to put it up? And be somewhere, <laughs> probably in the garage. <laughs> probably just in my own little shrine to Deadpool. I'm not going to go in the downstairs bathroom when you uh, go I, I'm bar. probably going to put it there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool well, can, can watch it. Yeah. You can't do that so much anymore. No. <laughs> Driving sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's that a little bit mean because Phil's not here to defend himself. Maybe Phil should come back on the podcast. Maybe we should have a mega podcast with everyone on. We tried that, then you were all ill. Yeah. <laughs> Someone wasn't here yet. Because <laughs> he also didn't prepare to come over for that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So maybe in the future. Anyway, back to actual podcasting. Um, yes, so this week, we well, this two weeks period, watched Deadpool, got ill, um, had lots of, played lots of indie games, lots of indie games, Hundle Bundle, Humble Bundle. Hum, hum, um, Humble Bundle has been releasing just shed loads of stuff which I have been playing. Am I linking that again in the show notes? We yeah, we'll just, well, eventually they might give us money. They just, won't. Just link Humble Bundle in general, shall I? Yeah, just, yeah. just in general because there's yeah. stuff that's already gone. But more importantly, I, I paid for games but I also got free games because Sega was weird. Sega was weird. Okay. How was Sega weird? Sega just did an Oprah moment and just like decided, okay, you can have some of our like top games and just be like, you get games, you get games, although they'd like sent them. Um, and then said, right, your key will be within about 14 days. And then it's like at the point where some people are still waiting for them and they're just like, okay, where is my games? 
Um, <laughs> I'm like just finding out about this. What games did you get anything? Uh, uh, yeah, you got something. Got Jet Set Radio for free. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got um, Steam. Yeah. Streets of Rage. You got yeah. Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, how, 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 how do I? How do I do this? It's too late now. It's too late. So, it's too late. so me and anyone listening right now is S O L. Sorry, everyone. Technically, Billy told you, and oh, then you just ignored him. Billy. <laughs> Billy posted it on Facebook, but yeah, they. I they, listened to Boop. They did a really. <laughs> um, they did a really weird thing. The first set of games they had Jet Set Radio, Hell Yeah, which is the rabbit platformer. That's the other one. Um, and something else which I can't remember. They, Streets of Rage. Yeah, Streets of Rage from yeah. the Mega Drive collection. They literally gave you if you went onto Steam and pressed a button. You just got the games, and then oh, the second one, the second two, in fact, they just sent you an email with keys in, um, and it was Renegade was one of them, which is a like car shoot 'em up thing. I'm still, I'm yeah, thoroughly disappointed. I wish I got Jet Set Radio Future. I want yeah. to play that. They had some kind of like voting game going on as well for some of their top games at the moment, like Attila, and um, also the Company of Heroes too. And a few of the other ones, and they had to vote for the favourite, and depending on that, they gave you different game bundles, depending on which one won. Oh, sweet. Um, and I can't actually remember what won out, but I've got a key for it somewhere to enter. Yeah. So. Uh, I will write that down and see if I can actually find that to link people the story about it, now that they can't get anything. <laughs> yeah, like, like those people who were getting Robert Space into shoes games still packaged together. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> That's actually over now. <laughs> <laughs> and Star Citizen goes into the link dump again. <laughs> Because, sorry, Richard, you're not listening to this anyway. <laughs> we just listen to this. We don't talk about the other one. <laughs> didn't even get but yeah, that did, that did end like the same week that you were ill. So, but you yeah. know that. And it turns out that um, other people from work also took the dive and bought that as well. Who else has bought it? Jody. Ah. Yeah, he owns uh, Star Citizen as well. Nice. Zoom's already had Star Citizen for months. Yeah. yeah. It's like a year at this point. <laughs> so, we're already set for our space adventure. Yeah. Sorry, Mac people. You say you say <laughs> sat, but like my graphics card is coughing and spluttering as it is, and I mean that was top of the line like a couple of years ago what are you when running? this game actually we're comes also, out. Yeah, we'll have to upgrade by that. <laughs> what, are you, what are you running? A six eighty. Six eighty. Yeah. yeah, that's not that bad. Just play on Millie's machine. <laughs> I will do. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, six eighty. I mean, it's not six ninety, but still, like it's <laughs> it's that thing when Nvidia went, if you're above fifty, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know that every time I've written Star Citizen in the link dump, it's literally just been a link to, through to my referral code. Yeah. No one has clicked it. <laughs> <laughs> you are my only referral ever. Yay. I Even Kane didn't use it after I provided it with him three times. Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> screw you. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he has another friend that has it and gave him his referral. Oh. Those other friends. How dare they? How dare people have other friends? Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, mine are here, apart from the nearly dying ones. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, not nearly dying friends. <laughs> other um, friends. Talking about other friends. Um, Discord. What the fuck is that about? Because we've started um, using this, yeah. This am I meant to be using that? Because I didn't click that link. Well, I've started using that. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll just give you a run of Discord. I've seen Discord played about on the internet for a while on various subreddits, like um, like the Star Citizen subreddit, XCOM subreddit. They're, they're using Discord as like their place where they congregate to chat as a chat room. Because what Discord is, is if anyone's used Slack, or if they haven't, it's going to be confusing anyway. If you've used Slack, it's a open source chat program. So what the guys at Discord have done is they've had a bunch of funding from Silicon Valley, so they haven't had to worry about actually getting people to pay for it yet, and set up a 
a chat client where you can have the different channels that you would have on Slack as well as voice channels. And the way that it's been created, and I haven't actually put this to the test yet because we've only started using it recently, is that it should be much lower load uh, on your computer whilst playing games to use as a, as a, as a VoIP client. So, and also compared to both Skype and TeamSpeak and like Ventrilo or Mumble, there's like no cost involved. So you can literally click a button to start a server and then invite people to that server and then chat to them on it. Because we have a server now. We have a Geeks Codex server set up for the podcast stuff and we might be able to put that out into the public for people to jump on Is and chat. Is that supposed to how it's going to be working? I'm thinking I'm going to set up because we can also set up a bunch of other servers for our own private use because we're already on two. Because we have yeah. one at work that we're sharing with some people. So we can just, um, because there's no like timeout on them, you can just set up a server and moderate and use that server for as long as you want. The way that they plan on funding it is in the future is by giving away, emo um, by selling emoticon packs and wallpapers for Discord. So that you don't actually need to pay anything to use its basic features. And anything you will pay for will be entirely cosmetic. So being able to give like an animated finger to someone. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they're going down the the esports shooter um, monopoly way of uh, they even say advertising. Um, someone at work posted it in one of the chats earlier as a laugh because it, they've actually got a selection of careers on their careers page for the like senior app developer stuff that they're advertising for now. One of them actually points out that they all together in the office play Heroes of the Storm regularly in the office in order to beta test Discord <laughs> because it's used because it actually shows you it's got a, like a Steam and other games game detection. So it'll tell you what other people are playing in the chat and tell you what channels they're in. And you can jump back and forth. And I had to mess with it around with like the moderation settings for server admin and things. It's really great. Like It's super intuitive. And they're still putting new stuff out. Uh, a lot of it reminds me of the stuff that Slack already has that they're trying to integrate into theirs. There is a chat bot on its way that they're going to put into the next version. So I've heard. I don't know if it's in the public test release yet. Uh, but this thing's like Giphy integration right off the bat. Um, this really interesting things you can do with the actual controlling of voices. We need to actually get on there to have some voice chats in the near future just to see how how much control we have over that. I can honestly say as well, like having used the uh, TeamSpeak um, Android app and then using Discords, like it's leaps and bounds ahead already. It's just so easy and so nice to use, and it's it hasn't crashed on me once. Yeah, did you yeah, have to free. pay for the TeamSpeak one? I um, had to pay for the TeamSpeak yeah, one. Yeah. I did. That annoyed the hell out of me, so not only do you have to pay for the app, but then if you don't have a server, you don't want to join a public one, you've never got to pay for a server, and then it's different tiers of paying for how many people you want on that server at the same time. And now, we don't have to remember the stupid password we have for our work team speak if we use Discord, we can just join it. Yeah. And send the link out to people to invite them, rather than having to go, oh, what's this 14 character password with all this ridiculous crap in it? They're not working for you? No. That's mad. I've now installed it and got a new ownership, but it won't let me join whatever it is. Oh, no, it won't, because uh, what, what you do the invites is... Um, is it, like, timed it's tied It's got a 24-hour timer on it, oh, so I can send a new one out today that'll last 24 hours. Then you probably should do it explain what it was before sending me a link to Yeah, so I, I assumed everyone clicked. I knew that not everyone had joined, because obviously you could see users in the chat. And Zoom somehow ended up with two users. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> I've ended up with two users, but also, because I've also got another Discord server, like... Just by literally pre pressing between the two, I can seamlessly join. I don't have to disconnect, yeah. and find a new IP and reconnect. It's just literally... It's just switching. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm using MSN and just switch between chat windows, really. It's, it sounds really helpful. It's just... It's, it, it's pretty cool for... It, it's the gamer's version of Slack, where Slack is put together for collaboration in a work environment. This is put together so you can just chat with all your different groups of friends on all your different games without having to dick about like six different clients and passwords and 
yeah, it's really good. I'll put a link to Discord if anyone's not using it yet. Uh, I'm pretty sure on like the subreddit for Star Citizen is when I first saw it on, so I, I thought because that was when Discord was really new. But I think they actually put a new link up each 24 hours to join into that chat because I believe the developers as well uh, at RSI use it on a regular basis as well as the fans because a lot of the news for like the latest version of the public test universe going out come out through Discord first. Someone usually screenshots whatever's going on in Discord and goes, oh, we've just been told by like Will Levitt or whatever that the PTU is about to go up. So, yeah, people in the industry are using it too. I think it's more a bit more prevalent in like areas like League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm and MOBA type games right now, but I see no reason people won't start using it all over the place. But yeah, Discord's awesome. Use Discord. Um, and we may let you use the one that we're using in the future. We will maybe. set up a Discord. You know what? I can say that we will set up a Discord for our users to join because it's super fucking easy. Like our it, Steam group. We have a Steam group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do have a Steam group. Which no one knows about. <laughs> I put it in the link dump of the last episode, the last episode that was actually a real episode. Was it? Yeah, it was oh. at the top of the link, yeah. I'm in it. Yeah, you're in it. And like three other people. I'm not going to join. Speaking of people that listen to the podcast and things they can do, yeah. you want to talk about this, didn't you? Because okay. um, we have the SoundCloud account that you obviously listen to this through now or downloaded it through. Uh, we get the stats on people around the world and those that listen to the show so I can see who's listening and how many times they listen to certain things during certain weeks. Um, it was Monday of this week of recording that I noticed that all four episodes had been listened to once by one person on Monday, which crazy because we didn't put any episode out either. And all four of those came from the Bahamas. Yes. So someone is clearly on holiday or living in the Bahamas, relaxing and listening to our stupid voices. <laughs> so, this is this is Paul here speaking. Oh no, I'm yep. about this bit. <laughs> so, um, I, I was just hoping maybe, just maybe, because you'll remember from the last episode that you may have heard that I had a little bit of a an axe to grind, which is Ubisoft stop making bloody Assassin's Creed games. Mr. Person in the Bahamas, if you are listening to this episode and you happen to know anyone at Ubisoft who might be able to stop those games coming out stop them you know how I've tried explaining to Paul multiple times at work but Ubisoft is a French company based in both France and Montreal so we're still not any closer to anyone in those places <laughs> you know how the minute we find someone listening in France or Montreal I will let you know and then you can ask them and they will never listen again after the episode they've listened to yeah and they'll be like why would I Why would I hurt the company I love so much because Assassin's <laughs> Creed is so great and I'll be like no Coincidentally, if you do live in either France or Montreal, you can contact the podcast by emailing us at podcast at geekscodex.net or getting us on the Steam group, which is steamcommunity.com forward slash id forward slash capture the frag podcast. I'm probably wrong about that, but there'll be a link in the show notes below. Also, Discord at this link below. Yay! Which I'm going to have to update once every 24 hours. Fuck! (laughs) Or once a week. You can only join us. Yeah, you can only join on Mondays. (laughs) Oh, Sundays. I can't remember what they're putting up now. That's Pay attention, funny. you'll get on. <laughs> you might be lucky, you might not. You can email me and request a link. <laughs> but you won't get one. Anyway. Because he doesn't check his emails. I do. I know what you should do. I had, we had one email in the inbox. It's from Phil. And it went first. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks, Phil. He did it while he was sat at the table. Yes, he did. This is, you could have integrated this. You could have said, join the Steam group to then message to then get a Discord invite. Wow, that's he's a great professional. <laughs> he's done this before, guys. <laughs> Jinx. There you go. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Chris, what have you been up to this week? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? No, just been sitting watching some other people play City Skylines. Yeah. 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 And you attempted to play City it, City Skylines. 
Oh, the the, the Snowfall expansion. The Sim City that's better than Sim City. Yeah. Is it the Nightfall what nighttime no, one? The new one. The new one, Snowfall. Oh. Came out of the week, like, over the weekend, I think. Is that what? Have they done the same thing they did last time? Where if you buy this one, you essentially you get all the old ones in the new game. No, it's a separate expansion pack. Like Nightfall is a separate expansion pack. Yeah, but well, it, after Dark, that's what it's called. Yeah, but it had like all the same abilities as all the other ones. It's a bit like you, you don't. You still need the base game. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Oh. They've got the base game, the base game deluxe, and then you've got a Nightfall. And, uh, is it Nightfall? Uh, after Dark after and dark, Snowfall. Because yeah. Snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. I own Skylines and After Dark, but I don't own Snowfall yet. Yeah, I heard that there's not actually good. a cycle to it, like the day-night cycle. You have to like pick a snow place, and it's always snow. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked it if they had like a seasons thing to it, but that would probably have been more. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing supposed to come in future expansions. It would be cool. Yeah, uh, you, I like you, you can obviously you can still get the normal maps without it being snowfall. Yeah, um, but I don't know if you quite get the same stuff. So I think it should, it should add in the other stuff like what you, you said there's um, like geothermal power plants and stuff in there yeah geothermal yeah. power plants um, heating pipes so you can actually take everyone off the grid for heating and uh, that saves you some electricity um, tram lines as well that's, that's cool. a new thing that's been added in which is pretty cool um, yeah there's so a lot of, of stuff yeah. I've never seen that before so maybe it's, it's interesting okay. that they've taken this one to put trams in because it's made by the same guys that made Cities in Motion which was very trap based for a good part of that. I like the first city's generation, that's what made me buy City Skylines. Yes, yeah, I, I, I quite like that game. Uh, you say you've been watching it? Yes. Yeah, yeah I can't play it. No. Why can't you play it? Because uh, it's a CPU destroyer and Mac can't handle it. It is very. Well, my Mac can't handle it. It's very heavy on like um, CPU, whereas it, it kind of looks at your graphics card and sees if you got very expensive one and goes, oh, that's nice, and then like, oh, it looks at your CPU and thinks, well, maybe not then. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, sorry, City Skylines, you were also looking at something on uh, Kickstarter? Was it oh. Kickstarter? Yeah. Kickstarter yeah. update. Dun, 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 dun. Chris, oh, <laughs> Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, it's just a game. What's he kickstarting this week? Pinstripe. <laughs> it's a kind of a really pretty looking platformer game. It's getting a, a link in the show notes. Show notes! That guy better give me some monies for that shit. <laughs> that guy does not look like he gives up money to anyone. That is true. He is a very money type bastard. <laughs> well, no, don't. I said he looks like. I didn't say he was. You're definitely not getting any money now. <laughs> but there will be a link, Mr. Thomas Brush. Whoever you are, maybe. Because that sounds like a real name. <laughs> well... It's, it's, it says it on the Kickstarter chat. So yeah, but anyone can start one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like our shit crate that never came to be. Yeah. What's that day? still sitting on there? Uh, probably, I don't know. I don't even remember what Wait, I Wait, did you actually set up an account for the shit crate? You did, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. We got, we got a logo, and I was like, can I use this? And Chris was like, no, I just stole it off <laughs> the like, Yeah, they're probably going to take that straight down, so, yep. you know. Yeah. <laughs> One day, one, one day, day we will chill the. Well, it's all set, and eventually it'll be ready to go, and shit crate will be a thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Until then, it's gonna, people are gonna be listening going, "What the fuck is shit crate?" <laughs> and you're not going to explain. No. Nope. Moving on. So pinstripe. What the fuck is pinstripe? Um, yeah, it's a two D platformer um, about a minister whose child gets kind of kidnapped, and he has to go to hell to find his kid. And so the child is taken. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, does he have a particular set of skills? Set of skills? 
At some point, I wonder if it's bad parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing all those jokes. Yeah. There'll be a 16 sh- second shot where there is like about 19 takes oh while he's jumping God, over a fence. S- please put oh. that in the show notes. It's insane. Wait, what's that? Sorry. So in Taken 3? Yeah, Taken 3. Yeah, there's literally, someone pointed out on Reddit, there's literally a shot where Liam Neeson jumps over a fence and they use... I think it's something like 17 shots or something like they that. They cut together 17 shots of Liam Neeson jumping over one fence. In six seconds. In six se- Literally, I can count that really. One, two, three, four, five, six. If you cut together 17 or 16 shots of me just counting them, that doesn't make it good filmmaking. I, I hope your counting does not match up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's only like four seconds. I'm going to go on the Discord and just claim how poorly Paul is counting them. You know, you know fine well, next week you'll have a, an email from Phil. I think you'll find that was four and a half seconds, Paul. Well, if Phil was here with a stopwatch, you could have done something about it. But he's not. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. So there's a minister and he's going to <laughs> Yeah, it's bad parenting, uh, you know, letting your child get kidnapped and uh, he's got a shotgun, so yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shotgun and a dog, right? Yeah. He's a minister with a shotgun. Who's in, in hell? In hell. Who goes to find their son with a shotgun? <laughs> I think you find it in hell. Oh, right. <laughs> it may be one of these, like, perhaps. Oh, he ran away, the child. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I think we're looking at the story wrong, and it's like it's it's not like a tale to save the son. It's a tale to make sure he's finished up. Like hell wasn't enough. He needs to make sure. I'd like to point out if that is the twist of your indie game, Mister So Called Man, brush. then br- brush, 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 Mister So Called Brush, Basil Brush, Basil Brush, <laughs> boom boom. Um, if that is the the twist in your game, and you are in fact going to kill your son rather than save him, then that was a very silly one. And we're sorry. And we're not sorry because the other thing, if, the show notes you can have link. Yeah. There is. Watch the video. This man, he might have made quite a nice looking game. Oh yeah, I'm interested in the game itself from what I saw of it. I like the game. What he comes off as. Go on. He comes off as being a massive, massive douche, and the reason for that is, is throughout this presentation, he does everything possible to make you just think. Why should I give you money? I can understand from a, like a pitch in a presentation perspective why he would have all of his awards appear on screen beside him. But then when I see all of his awards appear on screen beside him, I'm like, you cockend. <laughs> <laughs> you sir, are a cockend. At the point where he turns around and says, I'd like to work on this game, but because of my wife and my children... And I'm happily married. <laughs> and it's and like, my job and my house oh, and yes. my wonderful, amazing life. Stop <laughs> listing things I don't have. I'm not giving you money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing that really annoyed me was in, in the presentation where he's sort of like, oh, the thing that's really going to set us apart is the award-winning music. And it was like, yeah, you've just done atmospheric plinky-plonk. Lots of games do atmospheric plinky plonk. But have they all won awards, Paul? Well, I can give I can to give the moon some paper. <laughs> to the moon won loads of awards, and they didn't start kickstarting. Like, look at all the awards that we have won making to the moon. <laughs> well, the awards that he's won aren't actually for this game. They're for his previous yeah. games, two of which he made at college, I think. Also, because I absolutely love it. But to the moon and yes. the out. Oh, go on, yeah. I'm just writing it down. No, no, that, that was me done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guy's a douche. Game looks good. Looking forward to buying it. Do we support him because his game looks good, or do we not support him because he looks like a douche? Well, okay. 
Do you support Jonathan Blow? Okay, so we buy the game. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Decided. Anyway, Joe. What um, are you doing this week? Literally fuck all. <laughs> More Rogue Legacy? Not even. Not even that. I don't think I've been in for a single night this week. It's been very stressful. Our house is a shitty. Um, but it's quite exciting. One of the card <coughs> games that I've sponsored on Kickstarter might now actually finally be coming real. And it's shipping out this week. So it's called Stormweavers, and the idea is that the storm's happening while you are battling it and your friends. So the last man standing is then crowned king of the storm and has won. And it uses all four of your elements, which I think I think it's going to be quite an interesting dynamic. There's some really pretty game art, which is really the only reason I sponsored it. <laughs> when you said all four of your elements, does it work like in Captain Planet? Where you have to sit around the table and declare your element at the beginning. No, because I am heart. <laughs> no one is heart. That's not an element. A physical heart. It's <laughs> 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 bleeding and covered in blood. <laughs> and he had a monkey. I don't understand. <laughs> move on, Paul. Move on. <laughs> so is this arriving soon? It's shipping out this week. It sounds from the states. Pretty cool. So it should be here, here pretty fucking soon. So we so can totally play it at some point and then talk about it on show. Yes. Yeah. Which is happy because I've got actually quite a few Kickstarters coming in the next six months. Also, we seem to have a, we've had a really good run recently with like you buy games. tabletop games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's just you seem to be able. To, you know, we should just like take your Kickstarter picks in the future. It's like this is probably going to be good. Mm, I've got this one, and then I've got one called Master Thief, which is kind of about stealing artifacts from a museum. So then you steal your shit from the museum, but you also steal everyone else's shit. Do you have laser tripwires? They do have laser tripwires. Best game ever. <laughs> but it's also a card game, so it's quite cool. And then either of these currently available or with the Kickstarter entities, you're locked. Everyone's locked out, so there's no point um, linking. Stormweavers, you can buy now. You can buy you, you can buy Stormweavers now. Yeah, directly from them. I will give you the link for that. I'll put that in there. But other than that, they're really cool, but no one can have them. So. What's Joe's Kickstarter pick of the week? <laughs> <laughs> um. If we're doing my pick of the week, it'll be the one I've just sponsored, which is cool, but I don't really know what it does. <laughs> um, it really wasn't that expensive. It was $25 delivered, $19 to the game, and it comes with a deluxe game, a bag, and glass bead counters, and all of the stretch goals. Glass oh. beads. <laughs> That's stretch what it's all about. Goals. Yeah, stretch goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called a little <laughs> Um, I was thinking of the story. Yeah, glass yeah. beads and stretch goals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think is getting stretched? It's. <laughs> point off. Um, it will yeah. point at each other. <laughs> Judging by the weird penises in the pre show, then. <laughs> <laughs> How many glass things can I get in this video? Yeah. Are you about to go on eBay, Joe, and get a, get a cassette tape? Why are you wearing my penis now? <laughs> that's Stretch goes. <laughs> I was maybe keen on the, the anal, but like, no. <laughs> no, that's coming out. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> when is uh, National Women's Day? Oh, no. <laughs> March. Oh. Oh, cake and cunnilingus. Oh no, wait, that's steak and blowjob. Then it's cake and cunnilingus. Oh, oh. so is it April? 
Yeah, April 14th. So when's Stick and Blowjob Day? Uh, uh, March 14th. Oh, that comes first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Everybody, mark your calendars. I'm not right now, I'm just like people do it. We'll have to set up a Google Calendar for Geeks Codex and put it on there. <laughs> just those two. Oh, you can also calendar. We can put also on those dates when the Kickstarter goals are running out, so put money towards them. So, the so it's now our job to keep a baby blog Kickstarter goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We don't have a campaign. So you're a Kickstarter yet. charity. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's if, if Joe wants to get it, she has to get past the goal. So if we well, tell I people. I only really spot two things that are already past the goal. So oh wow! <laughs> That's a good you thing to do. Vulture. <laughs> but then so again, the it's bad because then you don't get any of the like special tier rewards where are like limited to ten people. Yeah, well, you do because this like a walk-on role in Kevin Smith's next movie, <laughs> which is like ten thousand dollars. Who is it who had a stretch goal for one of the Kickstarter things where you actually got to be in a game? Like every one of them. No, yeah, like pretty much every one. Oh, oh uh, shit! That's what the other night actually. It was like a weird one where it's like I'm pretty sure wow. something that was recently covered on Digino Gaming. Yeah. Oh well, sorry. Oh, you mean the the first one to do that? Because the the most famous one is got to be Zelda: A Link to the Past. Oh yeah, there was that one. Yeah. But there was another one where the guy was recently like included in 3D into the game, and then also. Uh, oh, it was Batman: Arkham Asylum. That was what it came up as. Yeah. One guy, it wasn't a Kickstarter thing, but one guy got his appearance in from a contest and then also written on the Joker's party list. That's what I saw it on. Wow. Did you know, gaming? <laughs> I'll include that link. So, what, sorry, what was the thing you were actually telling us about? Um, it's called A Little Drop of Poison. And the reason that it's past its, its target already is that its target's only $2,000. Oh, wow, that's quite low. It's exceptionally low. Wait, wait, so they included glass beads as part of that? That's not as the base level. So the base level is $10 for the game. And then you can take your additional five. I think it's five dollars for shipping, which is still not that bad. But the game itself, minus the glass beads, is like a hundred cards maybe. But they all have quite custom artwork, and it looks like it's going to be quite fun. And it plays three to eight. And it's sweet. That's always it's a, a fifteen thing. to thirty minute game, so yeah. it's kind of good for parties. It's going to be quite adaptable, and then it kind of that's, that's literally like the, uh, the the amount of players we look for all our games for. It's like it yeah. needs to do at least eight people. Yeah, it's too so many hard. people in France. Oh no! <laughs> We're playing werewolf can... again. <laughs> <laughs> too many friends that can't follow. Kill Phil. Kill Phil. <laughs> yeah, so fair then, point. It's going to be easy rules. It's going to be. It's not that expensive. It's twenty four dollars delivered. So you're talking less than twenty quid. Yeah, it's like twelve or fifteen. Yeah, something really reason. quite low, and then it's going to come hopefully in June, according to that delivery date. So you're talking probably October. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's important to be realistic, but it looks like it's going to be pretty good, and yeah, it's got some decent reviews on it as well, which is quite happy, and it doesn't end for another 29 days. So if you want to, people, get back in, because they might do extra stuff with it. They're doing lots of extra stuff. I've got some cool little stretch goals going on. I, I won't, because I throw all my spare money in indie video games, yes. so I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to pre-order presents that I've then forgotten about. And how much they cost me because I have no idea how much Starweavers was. <laughs> yeah! I bought that months and months and months ago. And You're then I'm going to love this future Joe. <laughs> future Joe Humphrey. 
Are you start following Kickstarter more because every time I find out something that I would have backed, it's like, oh, that was like six months ago and you can't buy it yet because the backers haven't had this yet. Yeah. Still waiting on Mega Man the board game to be available to everybody. That actually happened to me with Oculus. Like, I would have totally backed that when I had, because I had money around that time and for some reason I just was. Now you can. Now you need a mortgage to buy a roof. That was so funny. Sorry. Fuck you, we're not talking about that again. My prediction being like several hundred dollars off. What was your prediction? I was like, well, the DK2 is like, what, $200? So a commercial release, it's got to be somewhere like between three, three fifty, and that's got to be the most. I'm expecting like two fifty as a no, base price. That. Like, nearly $1,000 including <laughs> delivery if you live in Germany. Like, fuck that! Did you immediately jump to HTC for their... To, to sing the praises and come down as yes, a lower yes, price. Yes, Yeah. Oh, see, I was I was already predicting it was going to go the other way. Oh, HTC is going to drop it. I mean, no, not by much. Not heard. What they actually released a seven hundred something. Uh, I'm okay with that because it comes significantly more out of the box than the Rift does. It comes with. I'm still controls, waiting for it to be it? cheaper, but yeah. Apparently, though, Valve have said in their most recent talk about how they've been optimizing all the engine stuff for them. And how like a minimum used to be like you had to have a nine eighty to be able to run stuff. And having having used like, neither yeah. of them, I'm willing to say at this current point, I don't see a point in buying the Rift when the Vive is a thing, because the Vive has the controller, it has the the hollow deck type setup for the room, it has more more of those options. As a product, I think the Vive is better bang for your buck. I think the Vive is better bang for your buck mainly because of the fact that it has Valve's backing and. There's one thing they can do is um, content delivery for games. No one's really spoken about the content delivery for the games. They've just spoken about the hardware itself. We're not yeah. talking about the long term, and the long term is that we need wait for that drop down the, um, on Steam that says VR. Yeah, exactly. As soon oh, as um, Steam come. integration, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. and then they're good at getting people on their platform to basically do what they want. So I reckon we're going to get quite a lot of more games that are at least optimized for. The um, Vive than Oculus in the long term. The Oculus has the better name, by the way. Let's be honest. Yeah, it does. It has the better name. The Vive is going to be the better product. I can't yeah. wait for E3 of this year to Nintendo oh come God. outside and go. The NX is a headset, NX, and it's just—it's a headset, and everyone goes, "What?" It's going to be more amazing, than that, and it's two hundred dollars. Nintendo, is that right now? <laughs> My prediction for the NX is that they've just brought the Millennium Dome, and that is the NX. <laughs> we just have to travel to it. To That'd be amazing it. in this country. <laughs> the worst is like, ah, it's in California, yeah, like Japan. They so can, so since, since we moved over to you through chatting about the Vive and, and whatnot, Zoom, uh, what have you been up to uh, in the last uh, three years? Oh, in the last, three. last podcast, <laughs> got some catching up to do. So many, so many things. But in the last, so I dyed my hair. Medium, I redyed my hair. Yeah, I've, I've been through nearly every colour in the rainbow of hair, <laughs> lost a bit of it, gained some more. Um, so yeah. you've got some notes, you're very prepared. Yeah, very prepared, right. We, through past podcasts, been talking about one of the greatest films of this year. I'm going to talk about the worst one, first of all, that I've seen. I went oh. and seen Zoolander 2 the week after wow. seeing Deadpool. Wow, you actually went and saw that. It I was... know someone that loved it. You make bad life choices. I made a real bad life choice <laughs> and I got it? horrendously drunk after to just get that out the way. Okay, but can I just ask one question? Yep. What on earth is it about? Cause it's I Zoolander don't know again. still and I've watched it. Yeah. It's the, it is basically Zoolander again. That is even like to where the ending. The ending of Zoolander 1, I guess spoilers. <laughs> I guess. For like 2001 <laughs> film. 
But yeah, um, they they basically mimic that just with it has the son plot in it. So there is actually just his son, and his son turns out to be fat, and he hates it. And that's literally a plot. You could see it coming a mile away, and then they at the end they um, have to stop something. I can't even remember what it is now uh, by doing Magnum or whatever his signature oh, was. But then it gets cheesy, and then all of a sudden, um, Sting comes in as well and helps stop this thing with the luck. And it's just stings in it. Yeah, stings in it. And that's also, musical Sting, not restless Sting. Yeah, oh, not restless Sting would be a way better movie. <laughs> I right? know that would be amazing. <laughs> the the most sad part about that was as well is Keith Sutherland was in it. He was part of an orgy, but um, it just made me sad because he went from. Does he have more or less lines in Zero Two? Than Metal Gear Solid 5. About the same. <laughs> which is. Metal Gear! <laughs> Zoolander! Zoolander! <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the highlight of that was, was going to be uh, Justin Bieber dying. That was like a two minute long Wait, scene. Wait, they killed Justin Bieber in Zoolander 2. Yeah. They, best movie of the year. Yeah. They, best all, movie of the year. Best did, movie of the decade. They the already did it in CSI. They kill him in CSI? Yeah, he's been. Yeah, they shot him in the head. Where did people get Rent actually killing him? <laughs> Not endorsing that. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Kill him. <laughs> Kidnapper. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most enjoyable bits of the film. I even had a little clap, but after that... <laughs> Were you like Paul in Devil with the only one just clapping, standing ovation? Oh, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> Um, but then it gets to the point where you, you know when you're that bored during a film have you ever been to a film where you, you've just lost interest in it and then you start to wander just around, start and just around look around and you start <laughs> counting the tiles or like thinking that's some nice pleats they've got on the side of that curtain and things like that so yeah that was my own experience with that with yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to like one that was designed like an old tiny old tiny cinema so yeah um, definitely feel like I've kind of robbed something from Deadpool by tainting my mind by seeing that straight can, up. Can I just ask, in the film is, is um, I can't say Matthew Connolly, it's not him, it's ben the other one. Stiller, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. How many times roughly would you say Owen Wilson says wow? Not that much in this one, really. Because that man does say uh, wow a lot. There is a video which Matt will link in the show notes. In will which, I? Yes, he will. <laughs> in which literally all, it's a montage of Owen Wilson just saying wow. But Owen Wilson just plays Owen Wilson, so... Yeah. And again, he's just playing Owen Wilson. Fair enough. Um, he's doing really well at his job, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I argue that uh, Will Smith can't play anyone else except for funny Will Smith and no. serious Will Smith. Don't bring Will Smith up <laughs> in the room. Actual high five! We've <laughs> <laughs> had this discussion nearly weekly. <laughs> it's just... Okay, so... Sorry, I'm going to distract you. Have you seen the new trailers for Suicide Squad? Yes. What do you think of Will Smith's pained face in it? It no, it doesn't play. It doesn't Is play that too what we're well. Calling it now? It's pained, it's pained, pained face. face. It's that face where it's he's like, oh, I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why no one will watch Deadpool with me. <laughs> Again. I, I restrained myself just then, but that, yeah. Will Smith, no. Just no. We're we gone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what else? So, uh, moving it back around from Will Smith to gaming, let's go from Will Smith to. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Shovel Knight just lately. Yes, Shovel Knight. Um, I don't even know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but that's like easily one of my favourite games of the last decade at this point. 
Shovel Knight is perfect. It, oh, absolutely. Um, it takes sort of all those classics from like Mega Man and Metroidvanias and stuff like that, and Duck then just adds and DuckTales, yes. and adds that sort of um, humour as well as um, difficult platforming that makes it very. <laughs> Sorry, we're having Paul's a silent... attempting to sell it. Yeah, we're <laughs> having a silent conversation about how good it is and how. Get it's Shovel Knight, everybody yeah. buy it. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's got very interesting bosses. It doesn't really take the Mega Man sort of thing where you get to pick your boss level as such. It kind of follows um, no, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, well, yeah, 3. Super Mario Bros. 3, isn't it? Yeah. So you progress so with a, a minor amount of choice because you can go like through the world and there's like maybe two or three levels available mm. per yeah. per movement through the map. So you can decide on what order you do those, but it's not a perfect Mega Man of like, oh, do it in this order or that order. Yeah. But that's cool because like, that's that element of Super Mario Bros. 3. There's elements of Castlevania and, and Metro, elements of... Uh, of Mega Man in, in a lot of has presented and elements of, of uh, fucking DuckTales yeah. because of the, the down shovel attack which is essentially Absolutely. a Scrooge McDuck's program yeah and um, from that they've kind of wrapped all that in a really good story they've delivered it so well to say there's not a, not a single line of um, there is dialogue. spoken dialogue not spoken yeah but there's yeah. text dialogue text, the text dialogue but is, that's is so well written and also you, you genuinely start to feel attached to the characters in there as well as Strange enough, the villains. The villains are some of the most enjoyable part of Shovel Knight, I find. White White does do as as well as Mega Man does, and it's something that I like playing those sort of star games for. Is the music? Yes, the music's phenomenal. Jake Kaufman did it. Who was the entire album's up on Bandcamp, and there's like a, a, a reorchestrated version and stuff. It's just, it's great. It's like the best parts of like Mega Man Two, Mega Man Nine of, uh, of D- Ducktales had really great music in it. It's that sort of faux eight bit, like it's like it's done on Family Tracker or something. I'm not sure how they compose it, but it's. It's got that old school sound to it. Absolutely. For the sound effects and for the music. It's oh, it's, it's, it's like having nostalgia for a game that's new. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, has, it has that sort of that old friend sort of feeling you get when you sit down and play one of your favourite classics from being a child. It, 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 absolutely that feeling. Especially the frustrations that come with games of the, that era of being, being younger and then having all the frustrations fighting, I don't know, on Mega Man fighting bloody um, Cutsman and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So the boss fights are really well done that because it's been a while. Even with other games that try and tackle that platforming thing more recently, it's been a while since I played a game with truly fantastic boss fights in it. Like the boss fight seems to be a less used trope, and the boss fights in, in Shovel Knight are all unique, all totally different, but all amazing. And they all seem to have that Mega Man idea of there's a way and a, a particular strategy or a method to defeat each boss, and so. That helps towards the whole speedrunning thing as well, because once you figure it out, you can kind of get through a game faster and faster and faster. And absolutely, yeah. the one thing that you don't get because you've been playing on Steam, haven't you? Yes, I yeah. Have. There's uh, the ultimate platform right now. I'd say is definitely on the Wii U, because if you buy the Amiibo for the Wii U, it has two-player co-op. Oh wow! Yeah, so you can play. You get two shovel knights, and you can it changes the game entirely by having two people doing all the levels and the bosses. Oh, I imagine that still is quite a challenge. We'll send we'll still... a look because I have the yeah. amiibo, and it's it's cool. Me and Tom will get it at some point. But yeah, it's I love the idea of doing co-op because they're doing a lot of stuff. I mean, I know the the amiibo has a price, and so it's essentially a pay gate for co-op. Sure. But everything outside of the the co-op campaign thing. It's all been provided for free, hasn't it? There's the, yes. the Plague Knight DLC, which came out. I, it's, it's not even fair to call it a DLC. It's well, more of an expansion. It's, it's the whole game it's again. It's a prequel, prequel campaign, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You, um, you, it, although it's utilising the same levels, and in actual fact, plays a lot of the same with not a lot of new areas, 
it works being a new boss, it brings a whole new dynamic. Because Plague Knight plays entirely different Shovel Knight, yeah. so it changes the entire aspect of the game. Where it, um, Plague Knight has a lot of, um, well, he uses bombs rather than a shovel. Um, and it, with that, you have um, different synergies that connect to um, the bombs to make them different to then utilize as different tools. I haven't played that one yet either, but they're doing another DLC, aren't they, as well? It's coming out soon, but it's also going to be free. Uh, yes, yeah, Spectre Knight. Spectre Knight, that's the one. Which I'm. Because they're utilizing the same sort of uh, play areas as they have for Shovel Knight mm -hmm. and for Plague Knight, I'm really interested to see how he would play because he's more of a portal floating guy yeah so I, I wonder how they're going to in, implement the challenges and also the platforming element of that into the game as uh, well one of my favorite things about Shovel Knight is the puns I love puns <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not and it's no secret puns are fucking awesome as at least I think so but there's a significant amount of puns in the base Shovel Knight game that I mean chivalry for a start yes <laughs> it's, it's, chivalry is great I, but do you, do you still get those with the uh, the DLCs of Plague Knight have his own bit, like brand of puns oh yeah he has he oh, has God. so many puns like um, stuff like prepare for science and things like that and you can just imagine <laughs> that voice on him it's just like and all, all his dialogue starts with sort of like um, so it's like alchemy tale. isn't it yeah. Plague Knight, yeah. yeah he's all alchemy and he's got sort of like a fairy tale esque sort of witch feeling to him, so he's constantly going hee hee and stuff like that a uh, lot throughout all his dialogue, and it just really plays. I'm adding a link to Shovel Knight yes. in the show notes so that everyone can can go buy that, and it is available on like I play on Steam. It's like on everything. Yeah. I own it on three platforms right now. I have it on Steam. I have it on the Wii U. I have it on the 3DS. It's also available on PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, and probably the Vita. Yeah, probably. probably. I can't say for definite, but I think so. It's, it's an indie game, so the Vita probably had it. Yeah, and it's Yacht Club Games, and it was Kickstarted, so there's a, there's a yeah. Kickstarter success. Shovel Knight is like easily one of the best Kickstarter games around. I will maybe change my mind if, once I finish Dreamfall Chapters, which I'm going to start soon, but other than that, yeah. Shovel Knight's awesome. Except for the immediate rage it gives me because of um, getting near to a checkpoint and then the dying. Difficulty settings, yeah, yeah, the difficulty of it is steep, but the problem with that is that you kind of get to the point where um, it suffers from the old school video game thing of if you get halfway through a level, you don't get to carry on from that start. So it's yeah. basically as soon as you've stopped, you, you've got to start that level again. Mm. But it's not properly Nintendo hard, is it? There is. I mean, we compare it to like Mega Man Two or Contra. No. It's not that level of difficulty. So it's much more. You can choose to make accessible. it so because if yeah. you you can destroy for bonus, you can destroy. All of the oh yeah, of course you can. Yeah, so you can make it in hard. Yeah. yeah, which is weird. <laughs> now I'm actually trying to find some bad points about it, but I really can't. It's there are no bad points. Games. Let's move on. <laughs> There's <laughs> no bad points I can think of. You had loads of stuff right now. Is there anything else on your uh, yeah. you? Yeah. Want to talk about? I've I've recently been going through some of my old Steam games, and one of my <laughs> oldest ones is that it's a game from the Scum Engine. Uh, called uh, Spy You guys know the Scum engine, right? Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Okay, so, so Scum was the engine that uh, LucasArts released all their old point-and-click games on, like Day of the Tentacle, Sam Max yeah. Hit the Road, Full Throttle. Monkey Island. Monkey Island for a start, yeah, yeah Monkey Maniac Island. Maniac Mansion, the one where it started. Yeah, Maniac Mansion is where, <laughs> the, where it all started. So, you can have the, so Scum VM is like the emulator you can load onto. It's also Mac compatible, I believe, at this point. Yeah. So you yeah. can play old point-and-click adventure games, which are insane. Yeah. yeah. So what, what did you end up playing on the Scum VM? So I played um, a game called Spy Fox and Dry Cereal, which is actually a children's game, although it doesn't play like it. <laughs> Didn't you mention this recently? No. That. No, I know that this this is one of the American... Um, what is the company who created them? I should look at the internet, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to forget. They have created so many games. They like literally have... On Steam, you find like they have like 
over a hundred or something crazy. So I know yeah. that Zoom mentioned it to me during the week, but I'm pretty sure someone else at some point has mentioned that exact game. Oh no, I mentioned the Czech serial. Um, <laughs> I know game. you mentioned that, but um, yeah, no, Czech yeah. Doom, yeah, Czech Quest. They were sort of um, guilty of putting their shovelware on, but unlike a lot of the shovelware they've actually put on there, they've actually made sure it works on Steam, which is a great thing, <laughs> because there have been so many um, ports that have just clearly not worked as soon as they've And as, as per Skirm, it's a point-and-click adventure game, yeah? Yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure game with um, a very childlike story. I got brought it as a joke for Christmas. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it was one of those, like, you know what, I'm going to go through this. Um, but what I found with it was... It's bloody hard, and I don't know if this is just the thing with games of the Scum Engine that I'm just not remembering, but I had to literally sit there with a walkthrough at oh, some yeah. point just to actually get through this game. Have you, have you completed any Scum games ever without a manual the first time? Um, the Specifically, only... Sam and Max Hit the Road is an actual yeah. part where you have to find a needle in a haystack. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the only, part of the game. The only one I think I ever completed without a manual was Monkey Island, because I played it before... Games FAQ was around. However, how long did it take you to complete Monkey Island with no manual? About six months. I'm also going to include a link to, uh, <laughs> to Monkey Island Special Edition on Steam because that game is well worth replaying. Uh, yeah, but the the other thing there is, um, it's a lot of those games of the '90s worked on the basis of on the box that you would purchase, and they would have phone numbers where we're all premium rate line based so that you would literally... Give us money and we'll give you answers. Yeah, yeah. essentially. It's like the Nintendo hotline where they would literally they'd make a game so hard that in order for someone to complete it, they'd have to pay money. It was a paywall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so have you got, gotten through a lot of it? What's it called? Uh, Spy Fox and Dry Cereal. Spy Fox. It's the first of a trilogy of games in the Spy Fox universe. Um, and yeah, I, actually, I, I, went, I managed to get through it all in a Sunday afternoon with the help of my girlfriend and a, um, and a walkthrough. So, I assume that you're looking for milk. Yes, you are actually. <laughs> From the um, title. And, and specifically, uh, I can't remember his name now, but he was, he was a goat villain and he's stolen all the cows in the world and he's going to make goat's milk the monopoly. So that's, that's the premise of it for you. Um, I can get behind that game. That sounds like yeah. my kind of thing. And so yeah, it, it it made me want just like to go and get like a bowl of cereal throughout the whole thing. It really did. Um, but for the actual game itself, like there was a lot of backtracking, um, which I didn't like. But other than that, I really enjoyed it. And it had it's got multiple ways of playing it as well, which is strange for a game of the nineties. Like, um, well, a game of a point and click game of the nineties, in my yeah. opinion. Um, so you want to say something? So that? when you said like yeah, do a lot of backtracking, why use an asset once when you can use it a good half a dozen times? Absolutely. Like, that background, <laughs> someone hand drew that, and be darned if I'm paying them again Listen, to hand draw it. I have gone into talking about engines and art assets before, and people don't like it, Paul. <laughs> people tell me it's dull. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, go back to like episode three and talk, listen to me talk about Doom for 20 minutes and, and hey. color palettes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm the only one. I downloaded it. I oh, no, did you listen to that one? Um, yeah, I listened you to it. Like, yeah, that. color palettes. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> he also fell asleep. That's how bored he was. He doesn't know the end of that. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't realise there's another hour that you cut out. We could talk about the graphics pipeline now, if you like, guys. <laughs> Don't do it too long, I'll sleep. I just leave. <laughs> Joe's already half asleep right now. It's my bedtime. Yeah. So definitely pick up uh, Spy Fox and Dry Cereal. Is it cheap? 
Uh, yeah, it's ridiculously cheap. It's like Fair. a few quid on Steam when it's not on sale. You They're free. Basically. <laughs> um, sometimes when it is on sale, they will literally sell a hundred games for about ten pounds, uh, which is insane. Yeah, a lot for your money. So the round table takes quite a long time with five people, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but we actually have like lots to say about different subjects. I know, because um, I only have really one thing to talk about. Well, two things, certainly, but one's a backtrack. Oh, we're not going to let the Zoom finish. I know, how much more are you going to get See, I've got quite a few topics here. I can save them for next time I'm a guest, if you like. But I've got, so do you want um, eSports or anime? Uh, save eSports when Luke's on, because... Okay. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah. So, another game that I got for Christmas, actually with Spy Fox... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, let's talk about this. Um, ...is a game called Honey Pop. Uh, any of you familiar with Honey Pop I and am, its legacy? I am not familiar with that game, and neither will I admit to it on a public <laughs> recording. <laughs> so, no, I have never... No, I have no idea what... Honey, Zoom, what's Honey Pop? Right, so let me explain to you what Honey Pop is. Honey Pup is a, um, I guess you could call it an anime dating game made with Bejeweled. So you, you basically... <laughs> <laughs> okay. The face that Chris just pulled there was one of shock, but slight intrigue. <laughs> yeah. So like, What's this game? It's on my Steam wishlist now. So it's actually quite a good Bejeweled game where you, you know Bejeweled really, I'm not going to go, I was about to go into explaining how Bejeweled works. So. Bejeweled is a game where you match the jewels to coins. But yeah. So, so imagine that, but then you've got sort of the, um, uh, the... Titties. Yeah, titties. <laughs> but just yeah. the titties. Um, so you, you Do take you have out... to peer the tits? No. No. Oh. No, it's not... Yeah. The, the tits aren't jewels. No, you it's... You uh, clear the jewels off to see the pictures? Basically, oh. you're a guy... No, no. Uh, I've, I've played some of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a guy that can't get laid, so a, a love fairy comes down to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe just pointed at Matt for the people at home. Matt <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> so yeah, when when you reach that point, a, a love fairy uh, will come down and help you I'll out. Let you know when one finally shows up. I'm pointing at Paul. Apparently, I'm the love fairy. You shit, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't collected any jewels. I can't find them. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, come on. <laughs> so basically, this love fairy goes out and finds some anime banging titties for you to um, to uh, romance. Um, <laughs> romance. Master of the soundbite over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as you, you get talking to them, you have to buy them gifts. You kind of get them drunk, which is kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> but also, you yeah, you get to go through and talk um, with them, and then ask them out on a date. Eventually, they'll say yes. So. The date's plagued like Bejeweled, and you have to reach a certain point limit to um, say if the date was successful or not. Otherwise, they will berate you and then kind of call your names and stuff and say the date was shit. So, is it based on a timer, or is it based on turns? It's based on turns. So, oh, shit. Yeah. See, without the dating element, that sounds like a perfectly good puzzle game that I would play. But I'm never going to buy that on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> it, sorry, I was more just... In the point in, you're in a date scenario, and the way in which you're impressing the person is is then matching coloured blocks. This is why I never get a second date. <laughs> I'm not matching the jewels. <laughs> you're putting all your, all your points into... You can level up your jewels so you can do more bonus damage with it. So you I need don't to even know where the, where the modifier damage. is for jewels. <laughs> no one told me this. I think fair, if you've got like far enough to see her but uh, <laughs> you're doing pretty that, well. That's a different game, Chris. Right? <laughs> that's the perfect name for this game into the funny part. <laughs> but I was going to say, if you had a collection of jewels on a date, you'd probably do quite well 
in the end game scenario. I don't think she'd be yeah. too pleased if I'm just sat there trying to match them. Like, now, hands off! All the greens! Here's all the green gems! Oh, my eyes. <laughs> I'll get to the good bit now. Because we're not at the good bit yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so, as soon as you actually um, have enough dates and they go successful, you, you, you get the romance bar of a bit. You can then invite them out on a nightclub sort of night, and then if that goes well, get them a few drinks, and then they'll ask to come back to your place. And at that point, they, the Bejeweled game pops up again, but this time you do kind of have a timer, whereas the, you've got a, a, an orgasm bar, and you have to keep Bejeweling fast and fast and faster until they come. Um, Bejeweling. <laughs> but also, this is on Steam. Yeah. What? And then af- af- as soon as you, um, if say you're successful at that, you collect their panties, and that's the whole point of the game, you collect panties. Again, this that's is on Steam! That's why you're single what? in this game! Uh, yeah. I'd like to point out, Steam has this very weird idea of sexuality in that you can do quite questionable things <laughs> as long as you don't actually show any flesh. Um, if you do suggestions of flesh, really hardcore suggestions of flesh, like literally just in underwear where you're literally leaving nothing to the imagination. Steam will go, that's fine, there's no nipples, there's no pubic hair, go at it. Um, there's a lot of nipples. <laughs> nipples? There's a lot of Again, nipples. Again, how on Steam? Yeah, also, um, they, they, you have a phone with you and they send you texts of uh, picture messages now and again if, you, if your dates are going well and they like you. Okay. So, this is a Japanese game. This is, I don't think so, no. That's even uh, yeah. more amazing, it's not even a Japanese game. So, yeah, Honey Pop's going on the show now. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say about Honey Pop. It's, a, it's a, actually a really good puzzle game if you can see past the titties or you want the titties, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering who, who's playing Honey Pop to see past the titties. Who's that individual who's <laughs> going, I can play all of them. All of the Bejeweled games. No, no, I'm quite into Bejeweled, but I would feel awkward seeing people going like, Zepic is now playing Honey Pop on Steam. Uh, it's overwhelmingly positive in terms of reviews on Steam. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, I wouldn't know why. Um, unfortunately, it won't show you any screenshots of actual breasts. Like, Funny uncovered. that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I had to put my age in and verify that I was it's an got adult. An age gate. Of course it's got an age gate. Um, but... I think it's interesting that Mortal Kombat X is on Steam and that's got far more brutality in it, but Honey Pop, that's, again, that's what we're all concerned about. Again, you can, you can <laughs> eviscerate people for fun. Interesting double standard. Yeah, because killing people is fine, but having a sexual intercourse in a questionable fashion because you're drinking and playing with jewels, but at the same time, having sexual intercourse between two mostly <laughs> competent adults... Does it have adults? the jewel thing of, of getting more points in a special gem for a five in a row? Um, yes, it does. You get more multipliers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the key to, to being a dating master is getting five in a row. Oh yeah, start having threes. You can no, also threes um, in a row. get more point. You can get more moves as well. There's certain other multipliers as well. And you've got just in case everything's going wrong for you and you're running out of moves, you've got the teddy bear, which will give you some more. It's control um, brush, isn't it, with titties? Okay, Basically. I'm, I'm sorry. The the first or the, the top recommended review is such Meta Latino girl. Gave her some a, a sombrero, got laid. Met an Asian girl, gave her some rice balls, got laid. Met an alien girl, gave her a UFO toy, got laid. 69 out of 10 would stereotype again. <laughs> who, who reviewed that? we got to give him credit. I'm oh, sorry, I, yeah, I'm just totally just buzzfeeding them. Um, that was you won't believe Rosen. what this guy said. <laughs> that was Rosen, which is R O Z E N. Well done. Perfect. Sorry, you already said I'm Reddit or something. Sorry, 4chan. <laughs>
Okay, so uh, how would you rate it? 69 out of 10? Uh, I reckon that's a really good review, a really good score for it. Uh, why is Luke not on this show? Luke's not well, he's got lots of time and a laptop. So get a honey pop for him. I will send him a text right now. He's buying it. I'm not buying it for him because that's fucking. It's weird. also one of those games as well. If you if you're in a public place and you for some reason don't have headphones on, um, the the sound bites in it are pretty provocative. It's okay. It's six ninety nine. What? It's um, not even the mystery link either. This is brilliant. No, uh, but the the. The deluxe like yeah. edition, which includes the, the it's got digital art collection and oh. the original soundtrack. Oh, is that what they're calling it? An art collection? Yeah, I'm um, out. a wank bank. <laughs> um, I believe is the technical term. That'd be amazing. Um, if Steam listed as a wank bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing it's nothing to stop them. Um, is ten ninety nine? Now, um, I don't understand why someone would go. Hmm, I could pay seven pound for a game. Which is essentially just going to make me a complete like pariah in the eyes of all my friends, or I could go deluxe <laughs> to well, show that I'm a little bit more classy might than as well that. Go all in. Yeah. yeah. Reasonably, your friends are never going to talk to you again, so you may as well get value for money. <laughs> fair, fair deal. Although you can buy the the um the individual. Items you won't need that separately. money for dates. Because <laughs> you'll know about it with your jewels. <laughs> They'll be so impressed. Um, you can buy it's a separate, separate yeah. oh, well, downloadable yeah. content for this game. So there you go. You can still get it. Yeah, I'm, I, might, I might have to get that. Uh, yeah, One thing I've noticed as well that is just something about it. As you're talking to these women and like you give them gifts, you get money for it. Why does it work like that in real life? What, talking so to women and giving them gifts. Is it jiggle? Basically. Really bad jiggle. Oh, yes. so that's how he gets the gems. Or he's a pickpocket. It could be. Yeah, okay. I'm like actually worried about the legitimacy of the age ratings of some of these people because they do not look like they're adults. Is that because they're not? They don't look like they're adults. Some of them, some of them look more adult. One of them's got a problem where she doesn't know how to eat a banana correctly. Let me just swipe back <laughs> and just give you a. It's like that. That's not how you eat a banana. That's, I don't think that's bananas for her. Fuck. Even. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't hold it in the crevice oh. of your bosom. That, that's then how do you hold that's it? That's the king in your hand. That's oh, the king that's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> but my hands are. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> sorry. No, got rewind. That's the cougar. Yes. So everyone else is. Ranging from 18 to like about 30. Is that 18 in quotes? <laughs> yeah. I really thought you were just going to say 18. <laughs> I was worried for a second yeah. there. I was like, Does oh this game God. include a lowly stereotype? Uh, yes. yes oh, yeah. How yeah. is this not made for Major Pan? Delights video games that and like staying in like uh, their own house. What is it? Uh, Steam on mobile, you do very poorly. Well, you, you need the slideshow so you don't have to keep using I'm your hands. I want the slideshow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the uh, that's love fairy. Right oh, it's, that's the love fairy. That's oh, it. let me guess. Lux eight is actually eight thousand. Yes, actually, you're right. And <laughs> after you fuck your first person and collect the panties, um, she becomes a, a a dateable person as well. She 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 throws her um, panties in the ring, as as it were. Who made this? Um, it's a company called Thousand Year Old that's dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Honeypot, it's actually a self-published developed thing by that particular company. Wow. 
I mean, let's face it, if you're just doing porn, you're probably not going to get a massive... Yeah, right? Yeah. You're also not going to associate that game with anything else you've ever done. Unless you make more porn games. Yeah, yeah fair but that's point. like a sub that, 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 that's, that's yeah, a sub genre. Yeah. <laughs> a sub sub company you're not going to associate your real game company with. Them. <laughs> I wonder if they're independent or if they actually are owned by someone. I think they're, they're probably are owned by someone else. What you don't know is that's actually Riot Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just if you go to the more like this, there's a bunch of other things that look vaguely questionable. One uh, of them you're gonna make me link that too, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them is uh, let the cat in. Which? <laughs> okay, on the sound of it, that's the sound band? It's a game about pussy, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually a, a machine. Uh, uh, what's it? A thingy machine game where you have to physically let a cat in using a Rube, Rube Goldberg machine to All let right. cats in. And I feel sorry for that particular okay, I game. I want that. I want any game that involves a Rube Goldberg machine, man. Yeah. But, and cats, yeah. Uh, but why would you link it to the. I don't know, I don't care, but I'm, in it. I'm, I'm into it. It's free. Your puzzle? Free, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's puzzles. Probably a puzzle game, yeah. Puzzles. You like puzzles. You like pussy. It's called Let the Cat In. <laughs> yeah. Boom! There we go. I think it, that is actually in one of the. I think it might be in the top 100 user rated that as well. <laughs> what, Honey Pop or Let the Cat In? No, Let the Cat In, not Honey Pop. <laughs> but, um, I feel not like, now, but yeah. in a future podcast, we're going to talk about Bad Rats. Oh, Bad Rats <laughs> is brilliant. That's a game. Once you've gone to Bad Rats, you don't really care about what plays on no, your exactly. Steam list after that. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, two things I've got to talk about, and I'll make them quick because we're getting to the end of the show before we do the mystery link. Paul's got his hand up. Wait, Paul has got his hand up. Okay. Let the Cat In has an age rating, which what? is 12. Honey Pop appears to have no age rating. Sorry, that was just concerning. I, I don't. It's how children learn how to date. <laughs> yeah. No. It's educational, it's fun, sorry. So if I throw money, drink, and the jewels at her, <laughs> I'm good. But also, when I talk to her, I'll get money. Yeah, you get money and then you can spend that to level up. To Don't get hate better the player, the hate the game. <laughs> apparently, I've just, apparently I've been playing the game wrong yeah. all these yeah. years. Yeah. Now I can start playing it greatly. Right. You definitely got a good fucking deal. <laughs> okay, we're going to be along. Matt, what have you been up to? Okay, um, one little thing that I saw before we uh, did the podcast, it was on uh, various places today, and I linked it up on our Discord. Is that because we play a lot of Rocket League? Yes. And Rocket League is super fun. Yes. There's a new pack been announced, yes. a new DLC, and you remember recently, back, back when it was uh, Back to the Future Day, they did the DeLorean. Mm. So I thought, cool, that's a one-off time. They'll do a movie thing. Uh, no, a Warner Brothers movie thing. Yeah. They finally announced today that the next uh, pack for Rocket League is the Batmobile from Batman vs Superman, which is essentially them going, "We want Matt's money." <laughs> Please, Matt, give you give us your money. I don't know how much it is yet because they haven't announced the price. But if it's twenty pounds, I'm paying twenty pounds for a digital car. <laughs> I am football Batman. And once again, it's another week where I get to talk about DC in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> We're gonna do all fifty-two weeks over this year. It's gonna happen. That only counts if you put them up every week. Oh. Some, of them, some of them will be retroactively claimed. So does that mean um, next year you're gonna do new fifty-two? Oh, I'm saving that for next year, dude. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Stop your joke. <laughs> yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes for the uh, the Batmobile because the video is actually pretty cool. I mean, I guess it's only as cool as any other Rocket League video is. So if you like Rocket League, it's a pretty awesome piece of advertising they put together for it. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing if because I thought the DeLorean was a one-time only thing. Mm. But if they're gonna do the Batmobile, I'm wondering what the next thing, what more things they can put in there. Like now I'm thinking about like other movie and TV show vehicles that will go in Rocket League. Cheat, cheat, bang, bang. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> See, I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if they included the A-Team van? 
Yeah, they yeah. pretty much have that already. Yeah, I know, but very like, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mystery, mystery machine. Yeah, oh, the mystery machine would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to think of other spray painted van decals you could do. <laughs> Yeah, oh, because there's you have a TMNT van as well. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Does it need to be a van or can no, just any... like wacky races cars? <gasps> oh, like anything from wacky okay. races. Okay, kit. Yes. Why kit. is no oh, one wow. done yes. a reboot live action of the wacky races? Because it would be fucking dangerous. <laughs> 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 Don't let me in real life. I mean, like a movie. It's called Death Race 2000. No. I mean, which, is, which is like half wacky races, half Mario Kart mixed no, but with I want all. No, I want an actual <laughs> wacky all races. Wacky races. And I want them to have all of that weird music. Alright, now we're on a tangent then. The, I think the important question Sorry. is, if you're going to cast anyone for Wacky Races and you're going to do a live action version, who plays Dick Dastardly? Oh, I'm going to say um, the Silver Fox himself, um, whose name has instantly escaped my head, which is really annoying. Um, it was an ER, then when it had a film career. George Clooney? George Clooney. So strange because I was literally thinking Clooney. I was going to make that joke next. See, because I was thinking. Yeah. No, not really. I would have gone with Atkinson. Adam Rickman's dead. Yeah. This is a a fantasy film that we're doing. No, no, we're casting an action. Do you not know? I'm writing the script to The Wacky Races now. So far, it's six pages and they race. I just say, I'm thinking. Okay, so Dick Dastardly as I forgot his name again George already. Clooney. George Clooney. The, with a dog who's actually just a regular dog, but he keeps projecting onto. No, if he can, if he can, like grow himself some facial hair, get some good makeup and everything in the costume. Rowan Atkinson <laughs> as <laughs> Dick Dastardly. They probably would actually do that, wouldn't they? That would work. Yeah. And spinning off from that, Rocket League, Mr. Bean's car. Oh yes. <laughs> That's actually quite a good idea. Yeah, idea. right? Yeah. I'd also like a, a bit of a gameplay mechanic in that, so it kind of always veers. And <laughs> yes, it never <laughs> <drives> yeah. <laughs> Only if it's Mr. Bean sitting on top, on yeah. top of the yeah. couch. Oh, yeah, because they do the hats, don't they? So you yeah. can have a Mr. Bean hat sat on the car. Oh, it's, it's clearly got to be Teddy. I would give them three pounds for that. <laughs> the hat's clearly got to be Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Or you could have Dale Boy's three-wheeler, because it could also never... Just, just a bunch it. of three-wheelers in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be quite a good game mechanic in that you boost and it just fall over and goes. Yeah, as soon as you turn the corner, yeah. it just rolls up the side of the... And sometimes <laughs> yeah. it'll land back and it's going to keep going. It's faster it's than good. all the other cars in the game, so it has that advantage, but it can't turn without flipping. Yeah. And then you've got to kind of wait for you to stop flipping before you can start driving again. And then TVs fall out the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great fun. They just need us on the creative team, that's what they need. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> or they can have. All so we'll s- we'll send people. this clip off to the guys that made Rocket League. British <laughs> <We'll laughs> comedy pack. Yeah, the British <laughs> comedy pack. Yeah, there we go. And what they bring away from it is we should do a Wacky Races movie. Rowan Atkinson would be perfect. Why isn't there a Wacky Races video game? There is. There is. Mega Drive. It's horrible. No, why is there not a modern one? No, this uh, it's not the modern, but it's yeah. There's a PlayStation one. I think it's PS2. Yeah, it's PS2. And it, oh, it I suffers from that. frame rates and like. Oh, that's a shame. Actually, loading issues, but that's not a that, good wacky races game. It's it's playable until you play something like I don't know, like Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing. If you compare it to games in its similar genre, which are better? Yeah. Until <laughs> <laughs> you compare it to anything else, it's good. As a first-person shooter, it, it's, it, it's still not very good. It's middling there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's not even good. In- 
that. It's like it's point and click adventure. It's just perfect. Um, sorry, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I don't even remember where we are. That's a fantastic tangent. Um, yeah, so that, that's the Rocket League news. And uh, moving on, I actually finished XCOM 2, finally. Whoop, whoop. And Yay. it's really good from start to finish. Absolutely love it. The storyline, pretty simple for what you expect. Like, we talked about the start of it. It kind of continues being just that. It's you as a resistance fighting against aliens. And... See, there's a minor spoiler for the end, but it's not actually about the storyline itself. Uh, it kind of is. I won't say it. There's a, there's a reference to an old X-Men <coughs> game in that uh, Jake Solomon at one point says he didn't want to do, when he was talking about X-Men 2, did not want to do a remake of Terror from the Deep, mm. which was the original X-Men 2 way back when it was made by whoever it was, Infosoft or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah he didn't want to do another water one. There's a reference in like the very last mission to the fact that there's a whole underwater thing going on. It's like, oh, you referenced Terror from the Deep and you said you weren't going to do it. Oh, yeah, brilliant. But no, the whole game as itself, as a storyline, as the mechanics, currently my like favourite all-time game right now. Loving it. And the mods are outstanding. Holy fuck, I'm going to have to put a link. Um, I was thinking about this. I don't know if you can do it on our Steam group, if you can actually like, curate a selection of mods. You could just for... write a physical list. Well, yeah, but I want to see if you can add them from the workshop into our group as Capture Frag Podcast, like our top mods for games. So the workshop, so I want to include some genuinely good mods and some fucking hysterical mods because there's a fantastic voice pack. There's voice packs for a lot of the mods right now, and there's some really good ones. Like there's um, Nathan Fillion's role from ODST book. There's a great one of that. Tiny Tina from Borderlands. There's a Venom Snake. All kinds of you know pretty cool voice packs to go along with these soldiers. What went up this morning while I've been at work and haven't had fully, a chance to fully try it out yet is an Ainsley Harriet voice pack for XCOM 2. <laughs> <laughs> I want to protect the world from aliens with Ainsley Harriet. Yeah. I want to see how many ridiculous voices I can find for that game. It's But the thing is, it does have an issue with a bit of a memory leak now in that a lot of the mods aren't very well optimised, so I've had to actually buy more RAM, specifically for mods on XCOM 2. I went from 8GB to 16GB today. What? Tell the Amazon story. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying Amazon, sorry, because I was angry at Amazon. <laughs> I bought a bunch of shit from Amazon, I paid £8 for the next day delivery, and they didn't deliver it while I was at work. So I went to see Deadpool again last night, and then went back into work at half past eight at night to go get my boxes that had arrived during the movie. <laughs> Which is far too easy as far as I'm concerned. I walked in, took my packages and left, and <laughs> left a note on the keyboard, like, I've taken my shit. So that's a bit scary, that getting things delivered to work now is really like that. But yeah, now I have my round and I, I did it. <laughs> But I was very angry yesterday. <laughs> if it hadn't have arrived, and I hadn't have been able to get to the building, it would have been a long rant, but yeah. all's well. I got it. I got my keyboard, I got my RAM, got my Disney Infinity figures, which I'm three away now from completing my Star Wars collection. Da, da, da. So when did they actually come? Do you know a time? Uh, about half past six, which is like ten minutes after Deadpool started. So that, that's sort of like the next day delivery thing. They, yeah, yeah. A bit of leeway, swings like, and roundabouts. Technically, it was the next day. I just wasn't there. <laughs> and then I had to go back into work and go get it. Luckily, I was still in the area as opposed to driving the hour home. So I would have just been like, fuck that. I'm sure. driving home. But yeah, I got my stuff. But Acecom, well worth the, the hassle of getting the RAM because now I, I've, I've loaded every single mod that I could into Acecom <laughs> 2 to load it. And I'm now hitting 15.5 gigabytes out of my 16. So already I feel like I need to read 32. <laughs> I just spent 60 quid on more RAM. Just pay another 60 quid and yeah, double yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. More of that. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, it's really good. And I highly recommend it. Anyone that hasn't bought it, or hasn't bought it yet, it's worth getting. It is a little intensive on the graphics side uh, for frame rates, but that's because I'm playing it on Ultra, and someone told me online that you should turn some of those things down because they're not all actually noticeable, and some of them fuck the frame rate. So I'm thinking if I just go 
alter like the anti-aliasing and stuff and just do the guide. I think PC Gamer have a guide. Uh, someone has a guide. I'll put the guide in the show notes for anyone else that has it to come to and is noticing frame rate issues because you can turn one or two things off that make a huge difference. Uh, yes. So that's that, that's what I was doing. Um, I then had a really cool instance of Steam money making. Uh, last weekend I decided it was time to start clearing out my Steam inventory and I had a bunch of uh, capsules in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Joe's dropped a fair one. <laughs> So I had a bunch of capsules, and I've had these capsules in my inventory for years at this point, and you have to spend actual money to unlock them. So I put like eight quid on Steam, so I was getting some badges and upgrading my profile because, you know, imaginary numbers are fun, and I wanted more badges and shit. I'm trying to get to 100 now on Steam profile, because you get a hex now instead of a circle if you get to 100. Ooh. So I was clearing that out, opened all these capsules, and I'm like, I have no idea what any of this is worth. I have some things that are purple, some things that are gold. What the fuck is all this? I made 45 quid on Steam from reselling Counter-Strike items. That was excellent. It's really good. So I used that money to buy more badges, <laughs> well, trading cards for badges, and now I bought two games, which I've played a little bit of and will probably come back and talk to you more about as I complete them, or oh, the one that is completable. I bought um, Ruby, Grim Eclipse, which is a official game from Rooster Teeth based on their animated show Ruby, which I'm a big fan of. And I have some of the figures and stuff. A link it's, in the show notes. Yeah, link in the show notes of Ruby. Uh, Ruby's really good. It's um, it was created by Monty Owen. It's a like a, an anime thing, but done by an American company, and all kinds of insane animation. Which is the thing that he did for Rooster Teeth in his time there was to create insane fight scenes and do really cool machinima stuff. So it looks really Netflix good. Netflix at the moment. Oh yeah, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, so anyone on Netflix can search Ruby. That's R W B Y, not R U B Y, because it's um, the First initial of the four main characters, Ruby, Weiss, uh, Blake, and Yang. And um, they put a game out for it recently, which is a... Makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, the game itself is very much a mixture of something like Diablo or any other sort of dungeon crawler um, that's cooperative, and something like Dynasty Warriors, uh, where it's just a huge beat-em-up. So you pick one of the four main characters, you jump in, it has online drop-in, drop-outs, people can join and leave your game as they please and you work your way through this sort of bare-bones storyline, it's in early access, so it's a bare-bones storyline. And you just wail on enemies, you just fuck them up in the most gloriously animated ways possible, just like you would in the show. It's really cool that way. So anyone that's a fan of the show, it's really cool, and anyone that's a fan of like the beat-em-up type genre, of just kicking the shit out of things, really cathartic. It's, like I said, it's still in early access, so it needs some tuning and some tweaking, and there's more content to go in, but as it stands now, really nice game. And it is 10.99 on Steam. So I'll... <laughs> Put the, uh, the the link in the show notes too for that. But the other one that I bought, which links in, and I don't want to spend too much time because we've been running quite long on the podcast, but I was going to bring it into what Zoom was talking about, Shovel Knight, is that if Shovel Knight is a modern classic built on the ideas of Castlevania, Metroid, um, fucking DuckTales, uh, Mega Man, that sort of thing, Mario Brothers, if it takes all of those components and throws them together to make a new game, I bought Axiom Verge, which is a modern classic in that sort of 16-bit, 32-bit style based on Metroid. Mm. And it is haunting. It's really cool. It has the same sort of sense of isolation that you get from so from Metroid. You're in, alone in this really fucking weird art style of a world. It's creepy to look at and be part of. And the soundtrack is ultimately a really good soundtrack, but also really creepy. There's a particular... They, they split up the world in into different segments with different names, like Metroid did with like Brinstar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's one called Kerr. And the background music actually has this really weird Vox effect on the back of it. So it's like someone like droning into a microphone under the music. And I, I heard that, I was like, 
this is just like chilling listening to it, and you're trying to make your way through this really weird alien looking terrain and shit's coming at you, and yeah, it plays like a Metro game, but it has some really cool like power ups and effects. Like instead of the Variety suit and and the Buster being upgraded, you get things like uh, the ability to. There's a lab coat that's um, part biomechanical. If you double tap <laughs> next to a single like the 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 walls and stuff, you can see like there's a sort of grid to it. It is like a single uh, width wall. If you double tap, you can phase through it. Oh, that's Which I was like, oh, now that's how I get to a bunch of places I've already been to. I was like, what the fuck do you do here? You just phase through the wall with the lab coat. So there's some really cool gaming mechanics to it. But I'm only two hours into it. I've not had a chance to play a lot of it. But what I've played, it's one that I think I want to complete next. So on initial impressions, I say Axiom Verge is, is well worth the money. And, and like a good game to play if you like those sort of Metroidvania type titles like Castlevania Symphony Night or Super Metroid. It's got that feel to it. And I think that was fourteen ninety nine. So overall I got those two games for effectively free after I'd uh, unlocked all my counter structure. But I'll, uh, I'll probably talk more about Axiom Verge when I complete it because it, it, it's really cool and the soundtrack's really cool and I can't think of anything particularly that annoys me about it after two and a half hours. So I think that alone is worth I might as well just see how far I can get before I'm truly either pissed off or complete it. The bosses are really cool though, because they have these little um, portraits when they talk. Because it's a, usually like a little exchange of dialogue, and um, all the all the bosses, the faces of them remind me of the Strog from Quake, and, and they've got like this really like messed up voice track for it. Like it's not an actual bunch of words; it's like a growl, but it's done like it's through like a, a, a Genesis sound card. <laughs> so it's like the most demonic sounding computer ever, and they are oh, they're really cool. I love the art style. And the whole, there's these giant robot faces that remind me a bit of like um, Shodan from System Shock 2. Sure. It's all really weird. I like the art stuff. It's, yeah, you'd, you'd love it, Zoom, because you're a big Super Metroid fan, so. Yeah, I definitely think I'm going to pick that I up. I think it already won a bunch of awards and shit. I don't know if it was Kickstarter yeah, or if yeah. it was just like an indie thing, but it's, it's really cool. Um, I've listened to the soundtrack, actually, in its entirety a couple of times, like had it on and just let it play. Yeah. And I must say, it is one of those just excellent soundtracks just to have. Um, for focusing on something and just makes it um, makes it just makes it man makes it <laughs> I, I can't think of something on a side note they've done a limited pressing of a thousand vinyl copies of the soundtrack oh brilliant um, that shit on vinyl would be scary as fuck on purple vinyl um, so I don't think I can actually include it in the podcast because of copyright reasons but uh, you know I'll play curfew at some point but that is an absolutely weird song that plays in the background at that level yeah so and I, I, I like shit like that because it's kind of it's like creepypasta type scary where it's not a real scare but it's just slightly disturbing enough that mm. it sort of grates on you a bit to the point where it's not awful to listen to but but like it's not a pleasant feeling when listening to it just disjointed. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, it's it's creepy. It's, it's, I mean, you got to listen to it to really understand it. I, I don't have the the words required to explain what Kurt is. They should have sent an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Axiom Verge, Ruby, both so far worth the price for entry. XCOM Two, much like Shovel Knight, is a game that I cannot overstate how worth it they are for the price. Maybe wait for XCOM 2 to come down in price if you're not a big strategy game fan, because it will eventually drop in price, but it's if you if anyone played XCOM 1 or any other Firaxis game, it's top notch. And the character customization is fucking awesome. Especially if I'm once I've got my Ainsley Harriet set up to save the world, it's gonna be amazing. 
So I'm, I'm hoping soon for a Macho Man Randy Savage voice back to go with my Macho Man Randy Savage character that I made. It seems he just needs to yell, oh yeah, at everything. It seems to be a common thing in a lot of games just now that there seems to be always the uh, Randy Savage um, skin or like background character or something. I've noticed on several games now, from Skyrim to... Um, oh, what was it? There were two separate Arnold Schwarzenegger voices as well. One from Predator and one from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Which is awesome. Can you mix and match them? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, no, well, to a degree. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. A little I bit of a tangent. Yeah. Um, they're making a kindergarten. Kindergarten. Cop we will not talk about kindergarten. We will. We will. It's happened. I think we're going to have to watch it. <laughs> uh, talk about it. Maybe. It looks I'm, awful. I feel like it's going to be an awful film. Brilliant riff track. Yes. We'll definitely have to talk about it after we watch it and hate it. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's me. Also, uh, I'm not going to go on about it because it's got like another four weeks of us podcasting before it's over on Kickstarter or it's actually on fig.co. But since everyone's talking about crowdfunding, uh, Jay and Silent Bob uh, Chronic Blunt Punch is the Jay and Silent Bob video game that looks pretty cool. That's just going up on fig.co. Uh, go check out the crowdfunding video for that. I'm a big Jay and Silent Bob fan. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. And uh, yeah, I like side-scrolling beam-ups. So you can go check that out in the show notes. Who below. doesn't? Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of the round table, which was significantly longer than our usual ones because of the five of us being on the show tonight. Um, uh, Kev. Kickstart. <laughs> Kick Kev. Kick Kev. It's not even a Kickstart. It's not, is it? It's a fig dust, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, moving on, because uh, I've just scratched it down now. Zune, um being on the podcast for the first time uh, in this run. Is decided that this week will be his debut of the Mystery Link, which I think is unfortunately I've already seen this one. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Zune, over to you. Tell us about this week's Mystery Link. Okay, so a little bit of backstory for this link. Um, I was happily coding away at my job um, when my girlfriend sends me just a random post of a video. So I think, okay, I'll give this a watch. Um, it turns out that it was um, a heavily edited porno um, where in the porno it was about memes and it was um, throughout this entire thing I was pretty sure it was just a parody of people pretending it was a porno until um, she also then sent me a link to the um, proof that it was an actual porno of the guy sourced all the memes from 4chan um, he asked people from 4chan what memes he should include in this porno and 4chan thinking great this is just funny like um, that's not really going to be a thing let's just give him all sorts of shit um, well he actually went and made it for, with bazzers uh, and if you, if you are going to create something for a bunch of wankers that's <laughs> <laughs> the best place to go and ask <laughs> direct to the source uh, on point Paul so it it starts with um this woman I don't I don't know the actress's name. Um Shall we just <laughs> show them the video? Yes. Okay, you wanna hear the video up for these guys to watch? Sure. Let me just uh get this up. Cause uh it this is the bit where we should have seen it beforehand because now we're just basically gonna be going. Oh no, because it, it, it'll that? be yeah, because <laughs> that's that's how we do all of these rounds, but we um, watch these. Let me get to it. You're gonna mute the audio so, for this bit. Oh no! Well, because we'll need to. You need the you audio. Need to hear the audio. No, but essentially, what it is is um, your general, you know, 
mid to high quality made porn. I guess mid to high. Mid, mid to high quality. Like, like high quality porn in, in, in as relatively high as porn can get. Um, There's some quite high quality porn now. Okay, there. so it's probably mid. And it's it's just it's just put together with memes. Like any possible meme you can think of enacted in real life how many, done. How many cameramen do you think did it? One. Then it would definitely only be mid. Yeah. See, you say that. <laughs> we're like, we're experts. But it's got three and a half minutes of story. Now, for a porn, <laughs> that's quite high budget. Have you seen, in terms of porn, have you seen uh, a particular famous male Throw porn? Throw out a meme. Throw out a meme. A meme? Yeah, just a meme. Nyan Cat. Not seen in the trailer. No, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, you. You're the man now, dog. That's too old. Too yeah, old. Got new, memes, new memes, new memes. Um, do they do a, a Buzz and Woody something something everywhere reference? <laughs> Not that I've seen. Okay. Jizz, jizz everywhere. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right? Dick sticking no, everywhere. There is there is um, an anonymous mask in the in the video. There's That's a lot of bane. Yes. They're all wearing Bane masks and making Bane references. The actor's parents, um, who are assuming fuck as well because it cuts away, um, are wearing Bane masks. Nice. <laughs> go on, let's see. Are you going to come around and see? Have you seen this already? Yeah. It's just for you, really. Okay. So, essentially, just show a video to Paul. <laughs> Paul reacts. Uh, no, okay. I'm sorry. Not, sorry, I'm trying to get it. Is that thing where video isn't... Thank you. Oh! Okay. So it's English. Oh, yeah. Nice touch. Now is not the time for trifle. That comes later. Oh, they're called trains from our home country. Now Tane, I can get in too. Oh my god. And do you have a bathroom? Upstairs, on the left. I think you like her, son. Look, we're just friends, alright, Dad? It doesn't seem like she cares about you at all. I know where this is going. I'm not going to wear the mask. Nobody cared who I was to I put on the mask. <laughs> Your father's right. Try the mask. She'll be all over you like a hot pocket. Daddy, I thought we could hate to wear a mask. I thought I might give it a go. Yeah. I like it. Enough to let me put my cock in your ass. One does not simply take cock in the ass, but I would definitely just, just. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you can take? No, no. I, I want some more of a second. I just want to stop and go. In porn acting, there there is a thing where. There, there's this when you said it's mid sort of like obviously some effort has gone into this, but. <laughs> She's very attractive. This is what I was hoping for. It's Paul's breakdown. <laughs> but it's not a hard line to deliver that one. <laughs> one does not simply take a cock in the ass. And she does it so stiltedly. It's just like, it's not like you had to remember a lot. 
you could it, it flows off the tongue. One does not simply take a cock in the ass. You can say it really easily. And let me just. So what you're saying is that you'd be perfect for a role in porn. What I'm saying is, if I was a female who was being paid to have sex, I'd at least be able to say the one line that was special is part of the setup. icing spray um but yeah that was that was odd and, and not in like the disturbing <laughs> odd ways where like you see other disturbing odd things uh, we're never gonna top fish in the ass okay you say that never say never okay um this yeah this, this is ridiculous and it's new and it's 4chan that's kind of why i love it yeah it, it wasn't so much memes as it was just film references Film references. This is no, this is this is current 4chan. Remember, this is, oh. this, is, this is this is not 4chan at its best. This is not 2008 4chan. No. This is cancer-ridden 2016 4chan. Yeah, um, and that's about as best. That's about as good as we can expect. It's it's essentially just here's here's a list of films you might have seen in the last. Although two I think there's something special to be said about a porno where someone yells, "This is pod racing." <laughs> at, at, the, at a blowjob. I mean. Let's face it. I, what I thought was particularly brilliantly done there is is the, having the Bane voice. The same person uh, voicing all people with the mask. Yeah, that's... it's a shame at no point, at least as far as I'm aware, because I haven't seen that porno. Um, it's a shame at no, no point did the anonymous put on it, and then they just had a conversation <laughs> where they were always going around with the Bane mask. Because I, I think that was one of the best parts of that particular video was. If you're going to do a bad Bane impression, really go for it. Do it for everyone. <laughs> I mean, geez, you could have had a cat in there. You could have had a, an old, a grandparent could have turned up. Maybe have some old people sex, because, like, it's 4chan. What the fuck are they getting themselves off to? Um, well, I'll tell you what. I will do some research for next time guest starring, and then I'll let you know 
exactly what's in it. Oh, you actually oh. going to watch it for us? Yes. I'm, wow. I'm, <laughs> actually, I figured that was Luke's job. <laughs> another, it reminds me of another weird porno that I've actually sat through and seen. Um, There's no, no conversation. Wait, 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 wait. That's good. It starts with that. Okay, right. Now, this, it's already have the sort of this, the same story that this one had. It, it's not story driven. It was sort of. Are any of them story driven? Not really. Somehow. <laughs> think. Oh, well, okay. It's only for the story. So think of a you know a spaghetti western. So it's like spaghetti western themed porno, and then all of a sudden, someone dressed as ET walks in, and starts turning wow. in a threesome, <laughs> and then the guy fucks ET. Then a girl fucks E.T. And then nice. it's just a lot of people fucking E.T. for a while, dressed in um, uh, spaghetti western uh, clothing. Have you Atari s- fucks E.T. Yeah. Have you seen the opening <laughs> Don't to... Don't um, a, a, a burial mound. Uh, lemon, I don't know if it's wenches or... Lemon stealing horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone that... on the internet knows that one. It's That's stupid a great as one. fuck. Have you seen The Simpsons? We haven't one? watched our le- we haven't looked at our lemon tree for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen The Simpsons one? The Simpsons referenced it. No, The oh. Simpsons. Oh, porn. Live action. Of course they did that. Yeah, live action. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Terrific. Wow. It's absolutely horrible. Is it like yellow body paint all over? Actually, yeah. I know there's a Flintstones porn, but I didn't know there was a um yeah, was... A Simpsons uh-huh. porn. Yeah. Uh, not animated either. Uh, no, see, action. that messes me because there has been a live action Flintstones. That's where my mind went immediately. Yeah. Uh, not need to think of John Goodman like that ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've not got it just easily accessible. Although there's a surprising amount of, of Simpsons porn on YouTube if you just search for it randomly, which is quite disturbing. Um, but I can't just. There, yeah. Oh, there it is! Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's disturbing. Oh. References in. Oh, isn't it clever? We put some references in, but they're just sucking a bit. I think it's clever. Okay, I think it's stupid. They might it's think actually funny. They've they've done that. Whereas that, people would have been in that those body paint for hours. Yeah, that is something that you would have put some effort into. To some someone to go, you know what? I just yeah. I'd, I'm gonna see live action Flanders in my dream tonight. That was <laughs> fucking creepy. It was very accurate. Yeah, it was horrifying. <laughs> But if it makes it any better, their entire lower regions aren't painted. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Does 
Flanders feature in any of the actual things? Yes. Who does he have sex with? I think he's had sex with Marge. Does he do a double team with I Marge and Homer? No, I think Homer's away at that point. Oh, wow. He just fucks with the cannon as well. So much about this is wrong. Because the McBain one is just obviously just a, a thing. Uh, the one with the the Cookie Kwong, is, oh, is that her name? She's the real estate one, the... Oh, right, yeah. She's Asian. Um, <laughs> and she's yellow in body paint, which makes it doubly racist. <laughs> that accent was pretty bad. Where's Luke? It's only like gangster Asian. <laughs> you know, I'm number one on Upsell. Um, and the, the Mo, the Mo was a little bit creepy as well. A lot yeah. of that was messed up. The Mo had a really good voice, did not like look like the character at all. But this yeah. is the thing, is, is some of them like the Homer Simpson one had like a quite good Homer impression. But Marge was awful there. It was really poor. You never actually see Homer's lips move. So I guess it's possibly Hank Azera just doing a voiceover for extra cash. No, probably not. No. No. <laughs> no let's put that room to bed right now. I'm not suggesting that. Don't. What, you think Fox are going to go after me? Yeah. I have no money. Yeah. They, they can take your keyboard. <laughs> they can take that your keyboard. They will take Send that Amazon around. Take it from you. But, um, oh, that no, Flanders is horrifying. Might just find an image, an image about Flanders from the show notes or whatever. Oh. Um, I, I would search more, but that's <sighs> enough. Um, yeah, so that's disturbing, and I hope you've enjoyed those those horrible links that we've shared at the end. I'm sorry if they're not as good as our usual ones, but that's because there's no Luke or Phil. And let's face it. No one finds filth like them. Yeah, they find deep cuts filth. <laughs> You'd be impressed. <laughs> I mean, so, technically, from what I'm hearing from last week's podcast... Joe performed admirably in the department of finding horrifying shit for us to look at, yes. Yeah. So much that I almost came to the conclusion that I couldn't possibly put it in. I don't even think I wrote it down. I was like, that's not going on. Are you even, are you even referencing it in the podcast? Oh yeah, it's mentioned, but I'm just like, I've just put, I think I said at the time, it's not going to go in the show notes. Wow. SoundCloud's on its way out, so they probably wouldn't get rid of us, but I don't want to possibly pause that. Wow. I think it was more the fact it wasn't a what the fuck link as opposed to what the fuck are you showing us? Yeah. Our reaction was pretty golden. Uh, nice. People listening to this listen to last episode good, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sucked actually. Couldn't hear anything because only the left speaker works. <laughs> Mono. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that brings us to the end of episode 6, which is also episode 5.2, which is fucking who knows what overall episode of Capture Fragments is at this point. And um, yeah, we've had a very long episode of a roundtable and some discussing links. And our email address again, for those still listening after all that, is podcast at geekscodex.net. The Steam link is in the show notes, because fuck me if I can remember all of it. And there'll be a Discord link that will be active for 24 hours. Dun, 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 and then we'll have to do it the week after, dun, 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 dun. Uh, where people can jump on and chat with us on Discord. If we're usually around, I'm always on. I'm on Discord right now, and that's where we are at the minute. And we're still on the UK Otaku Facebook page because I'm not setting another one up. Yeah, we've yeah. not done our own. We've not no. been told not to yet. No, so, so, so you can still find us at the UK Otaku Facebook page for now, which we've been squatting for many months at this point, even before the show started. <laughs> and uh, with that, I have been Briggy. I've been joined by Paul, Chris, Zoom. And Joe has left early because she was sick of our shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't tell anymore. So we'll be back 
next week. We should yeah. be back next week. We'll be back next week. Don't know who's going to be on the show next week. Hopefully Luke will be back. We hope he's recovering. If I'm not ill, I will be there. He's probably going to be playing Honey Pop right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if not, he's watching The Simpsons pod. Why both? Oh, he's going to go on monitor. Can't be, can't be both at the same time. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like an Atlas monitor for all this shit. <laughs> You need Oculus Rift so you can have it one in each other. Oh, 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 no, I can't even think about it with VR and then Flanders. Hardly doodly, hardly doodly, hardly doodly. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. I hope that's reference. Oh, God, no. So with that, we'll see you next week. I'll let you guys watch it. Bye. Bye. Capture the frag. Are you doing after record? Yeah, I'm not gonna cut it just yet. Oh dear. Oh, that fun is creepy as fuck. What I love though is, is someone went, you know what, I've got an awful lot of yellow body paint. <laughs> <laughs> I think my spiky belt has left a permanent indentation in your chair. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Fucking gods. Oh, we got it, that. Fucking gods. Fucking gods. Fucking gods. I'll fucking have you, you goth. <laughs>